Hi, and welcome to the Year Glowing Podcast with me, your host, Kim Perry. I'm a pre and postnatal fitness specialist. I'm a mom to three, soon to be four babies. And I live in Florida. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing like a bio today, but hi. Welcome. We're here with my microphone clipped onto my body today, which is something I don't typically do, but our, my setup is different and we're just, we're rolling with it. I <laughs> am happy it's Monday. We, we need a new week and a fresh start because last week was a little bit off. It was off. It was just not your average week. We had Ayla, had no school one day. Rosie was sick a couple days. We were all over the place. And I'm just happy heading into this week to have a little bit more normalcy. Also last week, I revealed my costume, my Halloween costume with my bump, which I'm very proud of because I was, I've never been this pregnant for Halloween. So I really wanted to take advantage of (laughs) that and my shape and that I could dress up as someone who was pregnant. So we did Kourtney Kardashian. If you missed it, I'll link it below or you can check it out on your glowing podcast page. I put it on there, but I also put it on my personal page, Kim Perry Co. So go check it out. I was very happy that y'all knew who I was because when I showed Justin, he was like, yeah, no one's going to know what that is. And he didn't understand the level of impact that her, (laughs) this picture had on the internet back in June when she announced that she was pregnant. So everyone got it. Like I had nothing to be afraid of. Like I knew you would get it. Like I knew, I knew you, we were on the same like level, the same wavelength. So I revealed that I'm still trying to think of a couple more just because, you know, we got last minute Halloween stuff coming. We got a week to go and then it's November. What? (laughs) We're also starting week five of my fall focus challenge. If you missed out on joining us and you're hoping for some accountability, I might be reopening this challenge. Might be. DM me if you want more info. (laughs) I can get you in. It would be in November. I'm going to be doing some Black Friday deals and this is one I was considering doing is offering fall focus. This is something I'm cons- I'm kind of like opening up my my idea door to you. Tell me if you're interested. Like maybe you just tell me right now like no, I already have it or no, I really want fit pregnancy. Like what do you want for Black Friday deals because now's the time to put in your requests. My Black Friday starts I guess it would be the third week. I, I'm gonna, I always do it before Thanksgiving. I just feel like there's so much pressure on the actual Black Friday. Or not even pressure. I don't know if that's the right word. But like there's so many deals. I just want to be able to enjoy my Thanksgiving <laughs> and that whole weekend. That my kids are off. We usually have family in town. We're hosting. Like the last thing I want to be worried about is shopping. Like as a as a customer, as a consumer myself. Let alone like running my, my own sale. So I, I prefer to do it before before the storm. <laughs> While there's still time and we're clear-minded and we're like, we're ready for it. I feel like we get burnt out by December, right? Like sales. Put in your requests. I have my outline of what we're looking at for Black Friday deals. But again, open to ideas, suggestions, what you got, what you looking for. We got what you looking for. Okay, in the world of workouts I have been continuing to film fit pregnancy workouts new ones last week I actually didn't get a a lot done I did a lot of planning and projecting for third trimester I'm I just I'm excited we've got a lot coming up here I'm I'm just barely at my halfway point oh my gosh wait no I'm 20 weeks today (laughs) I'm 20 weeks pregnant I'm halfway we're at the halfway point this is insane how did we get here 
I feel like I just announced my pregnancy and I've been like in my first trimester feels this whole time and now it's like it's gonna go fast so yeah fit pregnancy is looking good thank you for everyone who's inside being patient with the new revamp it has been a journey (laughs) and if you're inside you know if you haven't been inside in a while please come check it out try a new workout from the first trimester second trimester there are so many new workouts for you I love them all. (laughs) I'm so proud of them. And even if you're not pregnant, like you are more than welcome to come in and try these. If you are pregnant, what are you doing? Like get inside. (laughs) You need to be, we need to be working out together. I need a pregnancy friend. I have a couple in real life. We don't see each other that much and they're busy. My, like my friends are busy. I'm busy, but I, I like the idea of knowing that I'm working out with somebody. Like we're doing the same thing together and that just, that brings me some comfort. It brings me some connection and, and then accountability. And I'm like, I have someone to check in with. So if you're pregnant and looking for a workout buddy, I got you. I'm right here. <laughs> Let's work out together. Next, moving on. What I've been watching, because I have a new watch for you. My sister-in-law recommended this to me and I was a little hesitant because I was like, I don't know about her taste in shows, even though we both enjoy Jersey Shore and Teen Mom, which is rare to find someone (laughs) that has the same trashy TV interest as me. But anyway, she recommended this show called Desperately Seeking Soulmate, Escaping Twin Flames Universe is like the subtitle of it. It is new and it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, I think it's included. There's only three episodes I just realized. Okay, I'm, I'm still on episode one. I just, <laughs> I thought I like watched them all or something. I'm still on episode one. Okay, so the show, let me tell you like a little synopsis here. Journalist Alice Hine delves into the world of Twin Flame Universe. Okay, it's a docu-series. I forgot to mention that. It's a docu-series. And this is for you. If you like, number one, documentaries. Two, like the kind of like social media world, like real life social media type stuff. If you enjoy learning about pyramid schemes or like unveiling them, this is this is what we're getting into. So basically, this journalist delves into the world of Twin Flame Universe, an online group run by the captivating couple Jeff and Shalia. <laughs> I don't even know how to say her name. Their promise is to match members with their perfect partner, but after talking to former participants who describe the extreme lengths they have taken in order to claim their twin flame, in quotations, Alice discovers that the promise of true love comes at a price. So basically, these YouTubers create this university (laughs) or universe. They created their own universe for people that like want to find their soulmate, but it's not called soulmate. It's called twin flame. And wow, they have no credentials. They're not counselors, they're not psychologists, they're not anything. But here they are doing like counseling for relationships and these women who have gone through breakups and they're telling them to do like the craziest things. They're like, you need to get your man back. You need to go to his house. Like, oh my gosh, it's insane. It's, it's kind of crazy. So I'm only on episode one. I'm excited that there are two more. For some reason, I was like, This is almost over, but there's a lot to uncover apparently. So that's what I'm watching right now. Other than that, Justin and I did watch a movie. (laughs) Austin Powers. All right, I lied. I I didn't watch the whole thing. He had started watching it and then (laughs) for some reason I was like, I just want to watch whatever you're watching. (laughs) And he had explained the first half, which sounded 
kind of gory, but it's called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and it's about a U.S. Army sergeant, John Kinley, who is played by Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and his interpreter in Afghanistan, and they got ambushed, and one of them saves the other's lives, and then the other one is in a life-threatening situation, and he has to save him. It's, it's, I like the second half. I'm not sure if I could have watched the violence in the first half. Again, I don't even know how violent it was just based on how Justin described it. I was like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm up for that right now. Like mentally being pregnant, like it's just a lot to watch <laughs> violence. But I will tell you, it does have a happy ending. Is it a true story? I do not think it's based on a true story. I think it is a made up story. <laughs> but it says suspense, drama, action, military, and war. I did enjoy the end. Not sure if I would have watched it from the beginning, but hey, it's out there. This is also on Amazon Prime. And then I caught up on my regular shows, including (laughs) the Love is Blind reunion, which was very interesting hearing all the cast talk. And it's crazy because they film it so far in advance before we get to watch it. Like this was filmed in early 2022 here we are rounding out the end of 2023 and these people are so over it like they're <laughs> like oh yeah I've, I've lived with a guy we've been dating for a year and it's like wow I just watched you dating all these other guys anyways the biggest surprise for me was that <laughs> if you watched it you know Chris cheated on Johnny what and how she handled it so like casually like no big deal like yeah I didn't hear from him for a while <laughs> and then he then he started dating someone else. <laughs> it's like, how do you not hear from your boyfriend? Like, what do you mean? That is so bizarre. They must have had a weird relationship. I still have a lot of questions and I still want to watch, who is it, Renee? There's like, there were other cast members that were engaged and never ended up, or Netflix never ended up airing any of their relationship, any of their footage. I think it, it's interesting. It's like, why? Like, I'm more intrigued by like what you didn't show me. Is that weird? I'm like, is Netflix doing something right by creating interest, by hiding stuff? Or like, did, was that part of the plan? Moving on. Home births. Now, if you missed it, I mentioned this in last week's bump day episode. We want to have a home birth. And when I posted it on Instagram, on my stories, I felt so exposed. I, I, I can't think of another word to describe it, but like in my head, a home birth sounds like such a normal thing. And like, I've never had one, but it just doesn't seem like a big deal. But at the same time, it does. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't sound that crazy. It doesn't sound that out there in my head. But when I say it out loud to the world, I realize like, oh yeah, wait, that's not how everybody else thinks. Got a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback, (laughs) a lot of like kind of shocked feedback or like, wait, what? (laughs) And then of course, some hesitation type feedback. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of a deeper dive on this because I only know what I know. (laughs) And knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And I still, at this point right now, I still want to educate myself even further. But for right now, for the sake of this episode, I have, I want to present to you this information. I want to report back with the pros and cons of a home birth. Why would somebody want, what even is a home birth? Like, why are we choosing this? What is, what's going on here? 
yeah, let's just get right into it. So like, what is a home birth? I'm going to read to you. This is from healthline.com. Planned home birth means you'll give birth at home instead of a hospital or birthing center. (laughs) Pretty self-explanatory. Um, you'll still need the assistance of someone experienced and qualified during labor and delivery. This may include a certified midwife or no, a certified nurse midwife. Okay. So this person is a nurse as well as a midwife or a certified professional midwife. So this person isn't a nurse, but they are a midwife and that, or it could be a midwife whose education and licensure may meet international standards or a naturopathic or medical doctor who practices I can never say this word, obstetrics, an OB doctor who's also a naturopath, okay? My argument here is like, yes, obviously, if you're planning a home birth, you have somebody who's going to help facilitate it and have your health and best interest in mind during it and be there to assist. Yeah, take care of you, really, and baby. My argument, (laughs) what about the people who don't plan home births and end up having them because they either can't get to the hospital in time or maybe they're driving to the hospital or traveling or out of town like they end up somewhere and then not making it to the hospital maybe they're on their way maybe they can't even get out the house because they're in such active labor like home births happen unintentionally so I just want to point that out because I think a lot of times people think that I'm crazy or anyone else that decides to have a home birth like that's crazy that's reckless I'm like well isn't it nice to prepare though like to to be able to do this on your own like shouldn't we educate ourselves to birth a baby without anyone around in case of an emergency like just in case we're in a position where we're going to have to do that isn't it like shouldn't we know these things about our bodies and about labor and whew, I, I I don't know that was just that's my no I do know I that is my thought <laughs> that is my like listen I think it's good for everyone to know how to birth a baby in your home without all of the hospital stuff okay and listen, it took me three hospital births to realize this. So I'm not, I'm not discrediting hospital births or anything. Like I had three of them. Like they're fine. Let's get into safety because that's a big thing. So obviously home births are not for everyone, especially if you have a high risk pregnancy. I have never had a high risk pregnancy. I've also never had a C-section. I don't know if that is a concern here let's let's see it says for for people who have had a prior cesarean delivery commonly referred to as a c-section or who are pregnant with multiples like twins or triplets home birth can be riskier than giving birth in a hospital so you want to check with your healthcare team or your midwife if that's something they have experience with i have a friend who home birthed a breech baby and i've read about this in books and hearing from it from a friend knowing that it's possible it's like wow okay it's crazy right like I just like it gives me hope that like I'm gonna be fine but also I just hope my baby is head down (laughs) so I guess we're talking now safety of when you're in labor when your midwife is there and they have to say you know like we're getting to a point this is not safe like what are they looking for or what would be a reason to transfer you to a hospital so here are the reasons high blood pressure which that's an issue when you're in hospital too but we wouldn't have the materials that we would need for during a home birth and you need to go to hospital if you have high blood pressure if you desire pain medications such as an epidural well you can't get that at home you need to go to the hospital that's not really a safety thing i wouldn't say 
but that's on this list. Um, it says if your baby is not positioned correctly, which we kind of just talked about, but also I have a friend whose baby wasn't, I don't want to use the word stuck, but she was crooked and she ended up from a home birth. She ended up going to the hospital and delivering the baby safely there. Um, I'm actually going to chat with her more. I'm so glad I know. I can't believe all, I, I have like a whole list of people I know that have had home births now. And I'm like, wow, I have a whole resource of friends that I can turn to and ask these questions. And so I've had friends that have good experiences and I don't want to say like bad experiences, but something that like didn't go as planned, let's say. If you have vaginal bleeding that isn't related to the bloody show, you should go to the hospital. If your baby is showing signs of distress before delivery, so that's going to be like an abnormal heart rate. Or after birth also, if the baby's showing signs of distress. If labor isn't progressing. If meconium is found in your amniotic fluid. If you experience complications like a placenta abruption or umbilical cord prolapse. These are all things that the midwife are looking for. And then if the placenta isn't delivered soon enough or isn't delivered completely, you need to go to the hospital. And also a thought I had about this is like, these are all the same things. If you were going to a birthing center, they would need to transfer you to a hospital. So there really isn't much difference from a birthing center and your home because they bring everything like in terms of medical supplies. They do have like Pitocin if you are having a lot of bleeding and different things that they can administer and give you in terms of medical needs. They just have like a limit of what they're allowed to do. Okay, so here are the pros, right? We just went over like all this like scary stuff. Here are the pros. You have more control over your experience. Like that's what I'm really looking forward to is it being my birth and my experience. I've had three hospital births and they were not all great. You can go back and listen to my birth stories episode. Being in a familiar setting is also like very comforting and it's uh, just relaxing and that's something I need to do. I need to be able to feel comforted and relaxed when I am laboring. Like I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be in a hospital where like you don't know what these walls have seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, that's just something like it's just nice to know we're in our own bathroom. I'm in my own shower. I don't have to bring shower shoes. I don't have to bring all this stuff. Like my house is clean. And also we have our whole kitchen full of food and Justin's really excited to be able to just make a quick cup of coffee, good coffee <laughs> that he can enjoy and drink no matter what time of day it is. And he doesn't have to ask somebody if he can like leave and press a buzzer to get back in. Like it's just nice to be in our own home. And then lastly, avoiding possible unnecessary medical interventions. That's one thing that I just really didn't enjoy about hospital births is I felt like my doctors, maybe this was just my experience. This was just my doctor, maybe. But I felt like my doctors weren't good at communicating with me when I was in labor and telling me when they were going to intervene. I did not give them permission to intervene. And I know they were trying to do what they thought was right and best for me and my health and my baby. But I disagree. And it is my body. And I I think you enforcing other traumas on me was not in my best interest. Just saying. You might have had a different experience. But listen. I did not have good experiences, all of them. So yeah, I, I just want to be on my own. Just being able to have more support and individualized care than in a hospital. I think that's something that the midwives can provide that, you know, a nurse that you would never met before. Like you meet, you know, your doctor, but you don't know the nurses that are going to be working for the most part, like in my experience, 
didn't know any of those nurses. And then you get different ones every like how many hours. And hopefully you get nice, kind, caring, empathetic, personable nurses because they're not all created equal. I have a lot of friends in the healthcare field and I love them, but unfortunately I haven't been any of their patients ever. But yeah, having that like one-on-one, like getting to know your midwife or your doula. Okay, this says on here reduced cost, but I guess that depends on your health insurance and like where you're birthing your baby because midwives can be a lot, a lot pricier depending on your insurance and what, what it covers. And then it says also, you know, like religious or cultural considerations are pros and then convenience when previous births have been, have happened really quickly. Yeah. The convenience of just, if I start going to labor, like Blake was born so fast. If I have an even faster labor and delivery this time, like we're not going to have time. (laughs) We're not going to have time to be driving 30 minutes and that's without traffic to a birthing center or to a hospital. So I like that. I also like that I can eat or drink whatever I want. Whenever I decide I need to eat or drink something, I can take a warm shower or bath. I can use candles. Um, I can play music as I, I can literally do. It's my house. I make the rules. So I think that's really cool too. Let's move on to some of the cons, which listen, like I'm still learning. I'm open to more research on this. I will be doing my own research and my own preparation and I hope to share more with you. It'll probably be on the bump date episodes leading up to the birth, which is so crazy because like it could happen in, it could happen in the end of February. It could happen in late March. Like when is this going to happen? <laughs> we don't know, but I'll keep you updated every time I'm doing my little research. So check in with the bump dates. Here are the cons. A lot of people think it's not a safe option for everyone, which I agree. I I totally agree with that. Depending on individual risk factors, you know, your insurance may not cover any associated cost. Um, this is my fear. You could still be transferred to the hospital in the event of an emergency. Then you have like two bills to pay, your midwife bill and then an emergency bill. Um, and then <laughs> this is a con. Birth can be messy. So it's best to be prepared with plastic sheets and clean towels. <laughs> Oh, what an inconvenience. There's a mess. Yeah, I'm. we'll be prepared for that. We have a whole list of what we need to get and we'll be okay. We will be okay. I will get a cleanup crew in here. Honestly, I'm hoping that the um, midwife helps with that. I don't know. I'll have to ask her, like, what are you responsible for? Because, like, I'm not going to be able to clean it immediately after birthing a baby. Like, I'm not going to be on my hands and knees, like, cleaning the floor. What? Poor Justin. He's going to be stuck doing it. <laughs> it's okay. He likes it. He likes to clean. Here are the basic supplies. This is not my personal list from my midwife. This is just one online, but it's pretty much the same. So here's what you need. Because at the hospital, like, you know, you just show up with your hospital bag and like your pajamas and nursing bras and chapstick, right? Like we are, we all know that. And which by the way, I still have to pack a hospital bag just in case I get transferred to a hospital. Like it's good to have a bag packed and ready to go in an emergency situation. So what to have your house stocked with? Um, pads. <laughs> and you can also get those depends slash diapers. I didn't realize this my last birth. People or women are just buying diapers now. Like you can just go and get an adult diaper. You don't have to do the whole pad and this and all the layers and the underwear thing and like, hello, just wear a diaper. It does the same thing, right? Oh my gosh, it's genius. Um, a peri bottle, one of those like squeeze water bottles to rinse down there. The bulb syringe, you know, like the little blue squeezy sucker thing. 
um, an antiseptic or antimicrobial microbial soap, a cord clamp. Where am I going to get one of those? Non-sterile and sterile gloves. Oh boy. Lubricant. Actually, they told me to get olive oil. And do you know what it's for? It's for the baby. The baby's bum. And back for that for and this is something I had heard about before and I'm like that is so genius and I totally forgot about it until I saw it on the list but they want it for when the baby has their first poop which I just read the name and now it's slipping my mind marconium is that what it's called it's so sticky and like tar that you don't want to be wiping their skin so hard so if you have olive oil on it poop just slides right off this is so genius and it's like nur- not nourishing for their skin but it's just like soothing versus like the rough wipe wiping them okay a variety of gauze pads some sort of container for the placenta (laughs) just like a bucket I guess a waterproof mattress cover washcloths and towels and this is where I'm like do I go out and buy new washcloths and towels or do I use the ones we have and be willing to throw them away like what what are we talking about here fresh sheets clean receiving blankets trash bags paper towels like very like kind of basic standard household items so that's just kind of like a rundown um I did get some messages about home birth and I want to read them to you so good and bad so let's start here we go I've had six home births out of seven total births my husband wasn't sure when we first planned it but now he'll try to convince anyone of how amazing it is I'm so excited for you oh that's so special see like when your husband's excited about a home birth like that's when you know it's it's special, <laughs> I guess. Someone else wrote, I'm due with number 10 in the beginning of April. Oh my goodness. Another home birth. I just love it. Okay. Someone said, absolutely. Oh wait. She said, I had a home birth with my first baby. She said, best thing I ever did. And I was like, was it really? And she said, absolutely. Can't imagine giving birth at a, hops- a hospital. <laughs> hospital. Now, to be honest recorded the labor it was an hour and 45 minutes I put that down to being in my own surroundings yeah totally I could see that how you're so much more relaxed in your home all right let's read some like not so great ones before I get to like the final ones so this one's kind of long but she said and this is like a common argument I hear basically she said I (laughs) respect I respect everyone's own decision and realize so many women give birth at home but as a healthcare worker I see the uglier side to this and would recommend you reconsider if you knew there was even a one percent chance of something going wrong or of complications of giving birth at home would you still do it my guess is your baby's health and yours is more important and you wouldn't risk it but giving birth at home does just that women like to argue that women used to give birth at home and that's how things used to be done back in the day and that's true but also mortality rates were much greater and higher risk or higher back then because they didn't have immediate resources to life-saving health care also from somebody who experienced it firsthand it's something that I always want to share with women not to scare them But because if I had not gone to the hospital with my fifth baby as quickly as I had um, or delivered at home, he wouldn't be here. Okay, that is very scary and I can't imagine how traumatic that is. But there are so many parts to this. Like, I feel like nobody knows that something could go wrong, whether you're planning on having a hospital birth or home birth. Like, 
unless your doctor tells you like this is a high risk or something's not right leading up to labor and delivery like how can you know and I'm going to do my best to have everything planned out and I know my healthcare team is going to have like we're all going to be prepared we are like that's the best thing we can do is prepare ourselves right whether you plan on having home or hospital birth or min- but birth center whatever I don't want to live in fear and I don't want that to sound like negligence or ignorance when I when I say that and like I want to be like respectful of anyone who has had a traumatic experience or a life-threatening experience during birth I can't imagine how scary that must be I haven't had any of those experiences I'm not at a high risk I've had normal labors and deliveries and I still understand something could go wrong but I plan to have a plan and tools in place for if something goes wrong also I keep thinking about this like I labored at home for hours with Ayla, with Rosie, and with Blake before I even got to the hospital. So I'm just like, well, what if something had gone wrong when I was at home laboring them? I just, I don't know. I just, it's, it's tough. And yeah, I do think back to like, okay, what about the women who used to give birth outside and like back in the day and at home? Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, the mortality rates were higher, but also they didn't have the technology to predict things like we do now. We have so much more technologies to know if you're at risk and to know if the baby is positioned incorrectly or if you're having multiples or, you know, the list goes on and on of all the things that we can find out now. We have early access to where back in the day they had nothing. They were going off of very little information. I have hope that everything's going to be fine. I'm going to be praying about it. I hope you will be praying about it with me everything goes okay next someone else wrote this is not a concern but just like a tip almost I would have to say don't wait too long to have your videographer there or to set up your pool I don't even think I'm getting a pool because I have a pretty decent sized tub I'm gonna have to test it out (laughs) and you also have to like rent the tub you have to pay for it or not the tub the pool Uh, but she also said it's not a big deal or crazy the world makes it that way but you should definitely do it okay back to her story of why you shouldn't wait she said I didn't want to bother my team so I labored the whole time alone when my water broke my son was there minutes before they came I used the hard floor to labor Ugh. and then finally my doula which I highly highly recommend which I love doulas too. Side note, I had them for my first two labors. Um, She moved me to the bath and out came in three pushes. The water helps a lot. If we have another, I'm letting the team be here for days and living in the pool. I still think it's a boy. Oh, she thinks I'm having a boy. Okay, so moral of the story is get people there early, which I can see how she would have waited. Like you heard me say, like I waited to go to the hospital because I'm like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just be on your own. But hey, listen, I'm paying for these people to come to my house, take care of me. So first contraction, I'm be like, ring, ring, hello, get over here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, someone said, I've been following you for so long. And when I saw you were pregnant again, I was seriously hoping you would do a home birth this time. God has such big plans for you. Oh my gosh, so sweet. That's so funny. I wonder why you, like, that was your first thought. Like, I hope she has a home birth. Like, that's, that tells me it means a lot to you. Okay. And then this is the last one. I just had a home birth with my fourth. Best thing ever. I'm mad I didn't do it with my others. You will not regret it. You got this, mama. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, wait. Do you remember the girl? 
I don't know if you remember her. I'm so bad at Instagram handles and names, but there was a woman, I want to say it was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. She went into labor and she went on Instagram live. Do you remember this? I know it's crazy, but she was doing her, she was like having her contractions and breathing and like in between contractions, she'd be like talking and then she'd be going through it. And oh my gosh, it was crazy. I can't imagine. I kind of want to do that too, but I'm also like, no, I needed to focus. I need to focus when I'm in labor. I don't know if I could do it with the camera on me. <laughs> Live? Are you kidding? Okay. Well, I'm going to sign off here because it's late when I'm recording this. I hope you're starting your day out right now, <laughs> your week. Um, I get more congested at night. I think it has to do with the pregnancy. We're just going to go with it. Um, pray for me having a healthy home birth. I will keep you updated. Don't forget to tune in on bump day and I will see you next time. Bye.